Hey, Adam. What's up, Favor? How are you? I'm feeling underdressed because I don't have the headphones. <laughs> no, no worries, no worries. You are the star today. You're the special guest, and it's such an honor to have you here in the playroom today, Adam. Uh, thank you, man. Can I ask you one question about the headphones? Yeah. Do you ever work out with them? Never will. <laughs> how, how do people work out with those headphones? I'll see them like running down the street, and I'm like, my gosh, I sweat so much. So. Right. I wouldn't even yeah. want to do that because by the time you're done and you're taking a shower, you feel like that icky effect is still on your yes. ear. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. I didn't mean to derail you, but <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's perfect. It's okay, definitely, because it's all about sound. Some people are listening to this with their headphones. Some are listening right. with their in ears. Some on speaker. So I, I just love that we have a cohesive experience. And what you're doing for the community is highly commendable. And I would love you to talk more about it and just introduce yourself to us a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. So my name is uh, Adam Zuko, and I am the CEO and founder of Wavoto.com. And you spell that, uh, and I'll tell you why I'm going through this, W-A-V, because we really like the idea of waves and momentum and creating energy in your business and uh, in, the, in the marketplace. And then we found that a lot of people, we want to take them from feeling overwhelmed to online. So we kind of combined those two words and we came up with Wovoto and uh, it's easy to spell and it's easy to remember. And, uh, and so that's what we're doing. So we have a lot of people say they have a complete automation marketing system. Yeah. But we really do. And uh, the, the company was born from the needs that I had as an entrepreneur. And, I, and what happened with my previous businesses is there's so many tools out there for for business owners that they have to try to figure out or buy or subscribe to or find people to help them run them. And then you start feeling disconnected from your business and then you're spending, you know, a subscription here, a subscription here, you sign up for like MailChimp says free mail service, but they have, I think, uh, $2 billion a year in revenue. So that's hard to do when you're a free, when you're a free service provider. Yeah. So it's like, so if you even go to their website and you start sliding over like, hmm, what happens if my business is successful when I have customers? It's like four, five, six, eight, nine hundred dollars a month and it gets expensive really quick and you're not done, right? You still need a WordPress site or you still need um, a CRM or you still need, you know, and so you're, you're having to piece all these things together and it can become extremely expensive and overwhelming. That is so, true. That is true. And the thought of it, I'm sure someone's listening and they're like, yeah, that's me right there. I don't even know where to yeah. start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, it, and it's just most of us want to be doing our craft. Most of us don't want to be technologists. You know, we want to be doing the thing that we're trying to do to help people or, or grow our business and our, and our brands. But technology is so important. And I can't remember the statistics right off my top of my head right now. So hopefully the math even adds up, but it's like, it's like 7%, like what you have to say and like 18% or something like that, or 28% of like how you say it, but it's like 56, 60% of what you look like. And I try to use a couple of examples. Like I knew I was coming on your podcast. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a video. If I was positive, I might've worn a nice shirt. <laughs> But the first thing that I would have done if you get called up on stage is you kind of pop your collar, right? You kind of pat your hair because you instinctively know that it matters what you look like, you know? And so uh, we, we decide really quickly if we trust people a lot based on what they look like. And that includes your digital platform and your digital 
um, workspace. And so I say, when was the last time you booked a vacation, didn't like the pictures of the hotel and decided to stay there? Mm. Never, right? But, <laughs> Never. It's like, but we expect our customers to like not worry about that. Like they're going to still want to shop from us. So um, everything that we were doing with Voto, I tell people like, just, this is really simple. Run it past what does it feel like to be a customer? If you don't like, if, the, if you go into a website and the restaurant's not mobile friendly, does it, are you going to probably book a reservation there? Probably not. <laughs> you know, so it's like, so make sure your website is mobile friendly. Make sure it looks good. You know, make sure, you know, that it's doing the things. Because once you get past those looks, then it really becomes your long engagement, right? And it's like, how do you engage with people? How do you make them feel special? And I feel like so much of sales and so much of doing business, especially now, is relationships. You know, if people want... Um, low cost, you know, there's Amazons and that kind of stuff out there for that. But there's a lot of research out there that's showing that a lot of small businesses are really making up ground with relationship building. You know, are you sending people cards or a note on their birthday? I mean, like really, or making it, you know, are you, um, are you building those relationships? Are you investing in them? Are you listening to them? And are you communicating to them based on things that they've told you that they want to hear about? and not about things that they don't want to hear about, you know? So, um, because that to me builds trust, you know, it's like, uh, and it's like the, you know, like to me, I love the bags, I have one. I had to really think about buying it cause it's expensive. And as soon as I got home, I got 12 emails about, do I want to buy more bags? And it's like, hold on, I'm still emotionally recovering from that purchase. You know? <laughs> right. So it doesn't mean I'm not a to me customer, but I just don't need that correspondence today because I just I just bought with you, you know? Exactly. So, anyway, I'll ramble. You got you to gotta come in there. Oh, here's Tim. So you got to get in there and uh, fight for word space with me if you are. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely. I'm so glad that we're able to be here and just talk about this. And even that Tim is here. Welcome, Tim. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry, guys. I, uh, the reality of a fun startup, I triple booked myself. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely understand. It's all good. I'm so glad you're here because I was just speaking with Adam talking about what Voto and what's going on and what are the new developments because this is a need and e-learning is taking a new shift and you guys are coming at the primal time to really make that dynamic shift. Yeah, I agree. It's a, you know, from a, from a company perspective, I think uh, every company has got an interesting story, of it, but it all kind of comes back to right time, right place. Right, of being in the right time in the right place. Uh, everybody's got some humble beginnings, right? We definitely have ours. You know, uh, you look at some of the big ones, right? They started in Apple was ten years in a garage, and, uh, you know, or I mean, Oracle was ten years in a garage, and Larry Ellison eating ramen noodles, right? Before all of a sudden, that right time in that right place. So we think it's uh, we think it's right now for sure. So I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you see it too. That makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because I'm thinking, speaking of time and right place, if you think about like Clubhouse and even how we met Adam, you think about the fact that if that opportunity was not created, there would be no avenue for us to collaborate the way we are right now. So it's yeah. it's highly based on that intentional practice and that dynamic flow, and and this is where we, we can go to, and we don't even know the place it could take us to if we're being considerate of our time 
Exactly. No, exactly. And and I know in Clubhouse, see, I have a great team of people. So me, I was more the visionary. I was like, this is really something that needs to happen. We need to have a all-in-one tool. Tim is definitely more on the technology side. And while we replace things like ClickFunnels and WordPress and MailChimp and Kajabi, <coughs> Constant Contact and all of that, all, you know, all of, we have all of that. Um, you were asking a lot about SEO and I was like, man, we got to get Tim on here because unless people know about what you have, it doesn't really matter what you have, right? Exactly. That- you're like Mr. YouTube King. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I've been, people on Clubhouse, I, they've called me Pinterest King and and when I hear that, I'm like, I didn't really ask for the title, <laughs> but because um, I'm, every time I speak, it's like a masterclass is being given. I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me break it down so that it can really make sense. Because even when we think about digital media assets, we think about alternative text, we think about how do you end up on the SERP? You know, these things are featured snippets that Google indexes for your website. And if you don't have them connected, whatever content you have there, if it's a H1 tag, a heading, it won't be read. And those efforts, those marketing efforts, those marketing dollars, the pixels, they, they don't really translate when those fundamentals are not put in place. So even when you think about SEO for creators that don't have that SEO practice, how does Wovoto help them get discovered? You know, I'm, boy, Adam's winding me up here about SEO and I'm gonna step up on a pedestal. I gotta be honest with you. This uh, SEO makes me mental uh, because it makes me mental in the context that I think there is, it's a really gross industry, if I'm being honest. Uh, there are some really great companies uh, that are out there um, and the one, and there are some really gross ones. Uh, and the ones that, uh, I'll just stay positive. The ones that are good uh, are organic SEO approach. They take a consulting type of approach and they teach people the basics of what they need to do. No one knows your business more than you. Right, uh, but the little T's and C's, the little things that you need to be doing, and SEO is just one of them uh, to take an approach. And Vovoto did a couple of things from this. Uh, it's not just about feature and functionality, by the way, right? Uh, which we did, and I'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, but it, it was about bringing the right level of education and the right tools. So education could be business focused, or it could be proactively talking about SEO. Right, uh, it's not just break fix like a support team. We so we knew we kind of had to like break this up and say, okay, cool. First things first is we got to teach people what organic SEO really means. Right, we have to teach them what they need to be doing within a page. So what are the fundamental things that you have to do to make sure that all of the effort that you're doing from an organic SEO perspective is being seen by the search engines, right? Which ultimately is going to result in people seeing it right or, or an effort um and so uh there are little things man like um and it, it, it like i want to think of this as more like the sum of its parts it's a lot of little things that you do right uh and then you rinse and repeat and you just do it over and over and over the most difficult thing to compete with is another company that has an organic seo approach with enormous amounts of content mm. right uh it's impossible it doesn't matter now the gross side of seo will tell you just pay me more. Pay me more and I'm gonna trick, right? I'm gonna get you to the top, I'm gonna trick, right? But the moment that you stop paying, it goes away, right? Or you look at the audience that you're getting from that type of SEO approach, right? Uh, And it's like, okay, this person came to my website looking for toothbrushes, 
like I, I sell health coaching. Like what? You know, that's not helpful, right? And they're looking at the wrong metrics, right? And so it's a very personal thing um, to do. And I think the good ones do it well. And we always like to look at ourselves as a tool. So cool for uh, whether you have that education or we give it to you a little bit or you've hired somebody that is providing you that education. There's some fundamental things that you have to do in the traditional website building space, like let's say WordPress. It's a plugin that you have to go and buy to have access to these SEO tools. It's about good page names. It's about good permalink, like the actual links, right? And understanding the difference of a page title, permalink, you know, page names. Uh, permalinks really come into play in blogging. Right, uh, but like the page names, the old school keywords, still important, right? Not mission critical, but still there. Uh, a description, uh, and um, my my biggest one that uh, is like an SEO thumbnail, right? So when you share that text, and especially as we're getting into like multimedia based texting, right? Like where a text all of a sudden isn't just a text, right? Like actual text, it's like you're seeing like a little thumbnail or um, a preview of a, of a video or something like that. As those tools evolve, those little things become very important. Inside Movoto, it's literally just a, it's just there. So cool, let me just click on page info. I have access to all that stuff. So with the right education and the right tool, um, you can do quite a bit from an organic SEO perspective, right? And then it's just about um, like kind of just having a content strategy and, um, and executing. Right, consistency is king. And so when I when I look at that and somebody and I talk about SEO and that concept and somebody runs for the hills, okay, right? Like that's what it takes, right? I'm just being honest. You know, that's what it takes to um that's what it takes to win. Now, like these social platforms and things like that, right, kind of play a role in it. Um, but that's more lead gen. Like I think these social platforms are an amazing place to do business, like a YouTube. Or excuse me, an amazing place to meet people. A horrific place to have a conversation, right? Like to like to continue that discussion. So uh, YouTube's using you, right? They're using you to keep people on the platform and keep people in that app by having them watch more and more of your videos. You know, uh, your watch minutes are higher. That algorithm is going to uh, reward you, right? You're going to see um, recommendations coming, you know, like crazy. Well, okay, cool. What do you do with those? Like what are you, how are you taking people out of that? And that kind of plays into an SEO, but I like to like, I, I look at that more as like lead gen, right? Like, uh, like how am I taking, I separate the two, but you had asked both. And so that's why I was kind of uh, eliminating. I think Movoto helps from both those perspectives. It says, okay, cool. Like, like we introduced a tool like Quick Links, for example, that um, was our version of Linktree kind of on steroids, right? Uh, and that it, it allowed for somebody like a YouTuber uh, to have a, a single kind of place to send somebody where they could like something in that video resonated uh, and they were able to go out of a description come to like a little bit into your world and then find the thing that was interesting to them and go and engage and maybe that was a link to your uh, to a blog post that had much more detail right uh, and you start like kind of coming up with like an approach like that and so what Vodo did was we, we looked at like those different use cases and we built tools kind of around them, you know, and then the SEO just sort of like, uh, the SEO side of it was just sort of like a, a feature almost right inside of it. So I told, I warned you ahead of time that I was going to get on a soapbox. No, this is, <laughs> no, this is definitely important to know because 
as you were speaking, I was literally thinking in my head. I was going geek mode, and I was like, okay, like you said, we have great websites and we have gross websites, and. When you think about the way people navigate menus, people have the upside down method. You know, you can, there's so many ways you can be able to navigate through to make sure that people have the right call to action. But at the same time, when you think about discoverability, I love what you mentioned when you think about YouTube blogging. Because when someone's searching for something and the file name of your YouTube account is highly connected to the keyword that you're using, and that's kind of repurpose to your blog, which is on your course. When someone's searching for a course that you produce and you show up as a result on YouTube and that YouTube link takes them right back to your website, that's really where the organic starts to grow. But some people don't even know how to get to that point and it's, it's kind of hard for them to start there. So if anybody is getting into a photo today and says, okay, I'm ready, what are the things they should be looking out for? Because sometimes shiny objects can really take people on a tangent. So but now you're really touching. Uh, now I'm really going to get on a soapbox. All right. <laughs> you me up here. So, uh, man, I talk to a lot of people uh, daily. Some of them have millions of followers, and I ask them a question always at the beginning. They're always worried about that shiny object. Does your course builder, you know, do retargeting, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I said, hold, hold, hold on a second. Right? Um, you don't go and build like a like I always equate it to, like you don't go build a house, right, without a blueprint, right? Uh, and for me, I find a lot of these folks are building houses, right, without blueprints, right? You're gonna end up with a treehouse. Nothing's really, uh, you know, it looks cool, it's a treehouse, right? But you don't wanna live in thing. And so when the number one thing I always tell people is to pause for a second. And I, we break it down, we're actually doing um, a really fun, uh, like five day challenge, it's actually seven. Uh, but we're going to call it that. <laughs> uh, where we're going to go through this process, and it's a strategy. Uh, and to answer your question, it's just about saying, pause for a second, take a photo, shut your computer. So it's not a distraction, right? Shut your computer, and we're going to establish a plan. And so um, it's really planning, you know? And our plan is about saying, all you have to do is literally just, uh, sorry, I'm getting away from this uh, secondary call. I think you guys can probably hear that. Sorry about that. Um, so our, our plan is about saying, just tell me what your offers are, write it down, and let's go all the way to the front. How are you doing lead gen? Are you doing YouTube videos? Are you doing email? Are you doing ads? What are you doing? Where are you leading them to uh, that is going to take them then to that offer? That entire space from an offer through the point where a lead gen uh, is all in Wavoto. So if you were to just start like without a plan, um, it's just a recipe for disaster because you're trying to be creative and technically learn something at the same time. So my biggest advice to people is just pump the brakes, right? Don't worry about feature functionality. Let's get the front of your house sorted so that if you're on a clubhouse or something like that, which is just a time suck, you know, and you're spending so much time, you want to see a return on that. And so a return on that uh, is before you can get your offers ready is to just be building an email list and nurturing. So cool, let's just concentrate on just that. And that's just part of like this planning and strategy uh, exercise. And so that's my biggest advice, right? So just pop the brakes for a second and plan, whether you use our plan, right? Um, it's part of our education, which just comes with the software, uh, or you have that skill set, um, or you've got somebody that's helping you, right? Kind of guide you. Uh, that's probably my biggest, biggest thing is just stop for a second and plan yeah 
you know what I've been thinking now as as soon as you said that and you said take a seat and just look at everything that's going on around you the first thing that came to my mind is user generated content because if you think about a course I'll just be hypothetical now and say okay there's somebody who wants to build a baking class and they have all these students already but they've never enrolled because they've been on live mode and now they need to enroll into this course but before they do like you said there could be a challenge there could be an eligibility process and that way they can start to really start pivoting and say okay do i need this do i need to stay here i don't need to be on facebook to get tips i can just pay for this per month and get this kind of fee in so now i'm thinking from the perspective of the creator do they have options to use different media types because even when we think about learning master classes back then yes we have a full video and someone's talking and you know they they're really giving gems but when you think about the in-app experience people want to have audio people want to have presentations people don't want to just look at a video so are there other ways that creators can build the course without just being focused on just one media type this could go to Adam or Tim anyone Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, look, as a software company, especially in this space, like an all-in-one, I consider ourselves at any given time somewhere between 80 and 93% complete, right? And that there's always something coming up, and I think media um is probably one where there's lots of trends, right? It's like a new a, a new tool. But fundamentally, you've got a phone, right? You've got audio, you've got video, right? You've got text, but there's different tools Uh, and stuff and so we let that dictate a good one um and it just sort of answers your question and I'll do a better job of that in a second but I'm already done this <laughs> right is um like texting so for us like a communication type we really took our time with it uh, and I always tell people it's just because we can't doesn't mean we should right we're really worried about people um abusing text and Adam really talks a lot about putting yourselves in the shoe of your, of your customer What does it feel like to get a text from you at midnight, right? About you know your a deal on your course. Right. Like, what does it feel like to do those things? And so it was important to us uh, to be building tools that allowed you to uh, like segment and filter, right? And really kind of get to know somebody's pain points and interests, then introduce stuff like that, right? Stuff that, like texting. Now, as far as like others, like media types. We just opened it up to be able to do anything, right? Whether it was video, whether it was audio files, um, obviously text, images, right, and that kind of stuff inside of courses, so that people could be uh, delivering things. And I think a good example is instead of like we have a blog tool, we have a podcast delivery tool. It's not delivery tool; it's like more of a marketing side of it. Uh, we have um, news articles. Uh, what else? Different. They're all kind of similar, though. When you really think about it, they're structured like a blog, you know, and organized like a blog. But it's different media types, right? And people coming from different angles. So some people might listen to a like a podcast like this that you also wrote as a blog, right? That you turned this into like a written sort of. You took the conversation that we had, a little experts or something like that, and you hit a different audience that prefers to read. Right, uh, and absorb uh, what you're delivering. <clears throat> and for us, we, I think we just tried to give the tools uh, that we see that people are using right, out in the marketplace. So, over that else, that's your. Oh yeah. What else is cool too is with all of our things, you can add tags on the fly. And so we just define tags as things that you consider attributes. So, 
I know that when I used to podcast, it's been about a year and a half since I've really done it, but like I would just see like how many downloads was I getting and then I would just assume it's the title or it's the guest or it's the subject matter, but we're kind of guessing, right? And then you'd have one that you think that was totally crushing it. So this, you can, when people come to your podcast or come to your blog to listen to it, you can be adding tags as they're clicking things. You can start tracking what it is that drove them to there. So that when you send out a new podcast or a new offer or something, you can say like, okay, this is the people on my list. I feel like I should be telling that about. So, you know, like I have, we work with people who do like essential oils, right? So if you have essential oils that might, you they might have a use for an athlete and they might have a use for a new mom. But if you're sending the athlete something about being a new mom, it may or may not be a new mom, but it's not, it's probably not going to hit home for why they came looking for that solution. And if you talk to the new mom about how to use the essential oil to calm down the night before your marathon, she's like, what are you talking about? I do I can't, I'm coming here for like, you know, so it goes back to that trust thing. And uh, we say all the time, like relevance is more important than reach. Right. So it doesn't matter. So we try to put in a lot of tools along the way to give, business owners a chance to listen to their customers because a lot of people are doing a lot of talking but if you can listen then you can communicate with people based on what they've told you that they're interested in and what their pain points are that's a strong point yeah then you can start refining your titles and you can because it's like okay um struggling with why aren't you being recognized on youtube they might not know that seo is the answer but if you just say hey seo class that, that hits totally different than why am I not being discovered on YouTube? Right. You know it's SEO, right? But it's like you you can start understanding your your customers' pain points and their interests and communicate to them way more effectively. Exactly, and and I, that's the whole process of the learning. That's that's really what I see because when I think about courses now, the the same question I keep hearing is which platform is better. It's like, you can't say, is it Coke or Pepsi? You can't do that. Like, you have to, you, you got to choose where you want to be. So I feel like when people know the convenience of what they're getting, especially for what they're paying for, and they compare prices, that's when they get to see, oh, okay, maybe I'm getting all this for this price. So let me stay here because I'm, incon- I'm inconveniencing other people by staying connected to what I really love than just paying for whatever they tell me to do. Well, and it gets one better than this, David, because I know you're pretty new to a photo, but let's say you have a course yeah. about YouTube and blogging and creating a call to action, and there's a certain amount of tags that you're recommending to people, so attributes that you're, okay, when people come here, these are the kinds of things, that baseline, you can change it if you want, but these are the things that we think you should be asking, or at least, you know, like, okay, name, email, location, right, like, whatever, and then what... You could create the landing page, you could create the email funnel, you could create the course. So they come to your course, you teach them how to build those calls to actions and do those emails and all that. You can give it to them in Lovoto from your site to their site. They don't have to then go redo it. They can go, so as part of your, and then you could have an ongoing membership if you wanted, or it could just be something that every month you come up with a new landing page, text sequence, email funnel, whatever, and you can post that in your membership area and people can grab it, pull it into their Wovotos, and it will automatically look like their website with their colors, their fonts, their everything. So you're giving them the instruction, but then you're giving them the tools to actually go do what it is you just told them how to do. Sorry, my dog is pot-pawing at home. No problem. (laughs) Like what Adam was... 
I always refer to this as like the the value of a voto is like really the sum of its parts, right? And not just the hearts on a voto, but a lot, of, rightfully so. We get questions like, how is this different than how's you know different than Squarespace or Infusionsoft or all these companies? I take them one at a time, right? And what I try to do is I equate them side by side, and I say something like, okay, cool, let's talk about Squarespace. Cool, like well, Voto is a drag and drop editor, Squarespace drag and drop editor, right? Both does the same things. But as soon as you start saying, what are the rest of the things that I need in my system, right? Like in like my software, like what else do I need to solve problems? You start adding all of these things. Oh, I need a CRM tool. I need an email tool. I need a course building tool. Well, Voto is just all of those. So that's at a, like a top end, but where Adam was talking about too was, <clears throat> okay, how does that actually work like inside of the app? Like actually, like you're taking a course uh, and during that course, like, man, as a course builder, and it's a do it at your own pace type of thing, boy, it'd be pretty awesome that if I knew when somebody finished um, a week or a lesson that I had created or some module or whatever the vernacular is, that I could send them an email at the right time, the right place saying, hey, um, I know you just finished, I, I saw that you just finished week one. I'm so proud of you. I know that was, uh, I know that was a big lift, right? Can't wait to see what you do in week two. And so that's really where we get into this integration stuff, right? And we look at like Wovoto, we put our arms around the whole thing. Yeah, you can look at it at individual pieces because we're like forever, small businesses have to look at software as vertically oriented pieces that they're plugging together, right? And I think Wovoto uh, changed that. There's other, there's been other ones that have tried, but they're all, um, they're all based on top of a website building CMS tool like WordPress. Immediately you go down that route. And so we get to do some fun things, right? Like we get to do those types of things inside of Wobodo uh, that really kind of helps drive value back, right? So it's like, man, I just had a, somebody go through a course and I was able to do that course. They were doing that module in the middle of the night. They were in Australia, but I was able to send them an email when they completed a task. Uh, and made it sure feel like this very personalized experience, right? And I think um, we're seeing a lot of people, especially now, right? Uh, these companies that are trying to compete uh, and they're competing based on being like personable. Like, you know, you're feeling like you're buying something or you're going through a course, uh, whatever it is that you bought, right? You're going through that and so it's like personable experience. That's a differentiator for you as a business. And we're trying to get tools to be able to do that. Yeah, and right now, especially in the, the coaching, like the business coaching side, there's a 96% drop-off rate. And I think that it's not because the information's bad, but it's like, great, I have this information, like now what? And so we've been talking to a lot of enterprise or other business coaches, and they've been saying like, well, I have to give them a link to, or a whole link, uh, what am I trying to, um, series of links. It's like, go download this, go download this, go subscribe to this, go do it. And this is like, now it's like, instead it's like, here it is for you. Just grab it, it's done, you know? And the other thing that we like about Wovoto and one of the things that we tried to do, because again, I, I design, I can design it clearly. Tim's doing all the technical, but I, I designed the idea and the vision of it that people should not be overspending for things that they don't need right now. And if they're just getting started, like Tim said, they just need to be having good links on social, 
pulling people into their environment, segmenting the list based on what it is they feel like will be important as they go. And that's it. And that's about 17 bucks a month. And that's all that they should be doing. But as they're ready for things, the platform will grow for them. So now it's not like all of a sudden, like, oh, I got to go get another platform or I have to go get another platform. And we have four different price plans, but our number one price is $197 a month. And for $197, you get unlimited courses, unlimited newsletters, unlimited emails, unlimited uh, contacts, unlimited pages, unlimited, I mean, it's like go crazy with your business because we want people out there spending money on coaching and digital marketing because we don't, we're just the platform. And you're not going to get, well, you know, you get what Voto turning on and your business is going to be running. They need to be talking to people with like, you're like, okay, great. Now I got this. How do I go explode my YouTube channel or Pinterest or, you know, they need to be able to invest in that kind of education and support. Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's what we're trying to enable people to do instead of being house poor with their tools. Exactly. And I think you know? once it starts to make sense, because it's also kind of a, a new venture, that most of us are getting into, especially people who are buying courses for the first time. Some people have been buying courses for a long time. They already have an idea of how it's, it is. And now having a new experience is like, oh, I didn't know you could do this in the course. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, our business model is really long term clients who are very happy running successful businesses. You know, we're not interested in selling like a huge upfront thing that's free for forever. Like, screw that. Like, we, we're in the fight with you. Like, we are challenging ourselves to stay on top of the marketplace, make sure people are getting the tools that they need, making sure that they're, because like right now it's Clubhouse and Instagram. But you know what? Maybe later it's going to be Pinterest and, and now it's going to TikTok or who knows? It's probably something we haven't even thought about. But you need to make sure that you have your people in your environment because that's not going away. And so you need to have that cohesion going back to that, what we were talking about, how does it look? You know, you don't go to McDonald's in one place and it's green and blue, and then you go to another place and it's red and yellow. You know, there's some cohesive ways that you're ultimately talking to the people and that your brand is showing up and your communication is showing up. And, um, and so driving all those people into your environment that you can control, we feel is critical. Yeah, I think so too. And this just brings to my attention some of the courses that, not, I'll call them courses, but the, the platforms that create these courses. I don't know if this has not been thought about, but I've only seen two platforms that have started doing it, and that's building an, an app for the course. So like like a Wavoto app, for example, because when you start thinking about, yeah, I have to be on email to respond to the student, and yet I can be on my phone and I'm still on Clubhouse, you know, that kind of integration as far as user experience from a macro perspective is still not really tackled. I don't know if that's something that you're probably thinking of in the future. Yeah, Tim would probably be better answering this, but we're definitely mobile friendly. Like you could interact with the course definitely on your your phone. You could watch it. All the course modules are more mobile friendly, but it's not a true app uh, at this point. Yeah, the, the app's coming, um, and I'll tell you why. Um, you, ever get, you ever download an app and it constantly changes? Like feature and function, that's a nightmare. <laughs> like, and so uh, we needed the, we built this tool like off the backs of like what people needed. Um, and so what we wanted to do was we pushed the app out as far as we could uh, so that we could allow things to mature a little bit and really kind of understand. I gotta be honest, if we had built an app two years ago, it would look completely different uh, than what it is today. I mean, who wants to build a website on a phone? 
right? But who wants to check website analytics? Who wants to dive into their contacts? Who wants to look at you're sitting at a ball game for your son and you got a customer that emails you and wants no tracking? Cool. Like I, I want to be able to log in and do some of those things. And so um, as our audience, right, and customer base matured in what they were using. I think we're now, for the first time, really starting to see those points where an app makes sense. The other side of the app is uh, in the community base, right? So if you're in a course um, and you're seeing a couple of companies try to tackle and go after Facebook, right? You've got Circle and you got, what's the other one? Uh, Mighty Network. I'm sure there's others. Um, and a big part of it is that you have an app. Everybody's got Facebook already on their phones, basically, right? I think an iPhone shipped with it, right? So. You've got something like that and the convenience of being able to have a community aspect from your phone. So not everybody is consuming, in fact, 80% of the people that are consuming a course are probably doing it on a mobile device. Uh, so mobile friendly was right out of the gates, no big deal, right? Well, everything was mobile optimized and you're good to go. But there are some things inside of a course, like being able to just communicate um, that community element of it that I think will be in there too. Amazing. This is something I'm really looking forward to because it's it's been a thought process for a lot of people around the world because when people get stuck, you know, when we always know that a confused mind says no, this is really the problem we're trying to solve because we have all these amazing platforms. I've already switched twice, you know, so I'm already thinking, imagine someone that has probably switched 10 times and still hasn't found an answer. So I think this is really going to change. And one thing that will definitely show that this has a community outside Facebook groups, outside just posting is if people can be talking about it, just like they talk about their daily businesses, you know, and then integrating Wavoto into their practice. Right. Exactly. No, I, I couldn't agree. I could not agree more. And we need people like you in there because we truly are trying to primarily be the platform and like that entry level education. But it's also a great, like I said, we are, most of our customers still want help and that's okay. Cause there's a lot of business advice. There's a lot of stuff and we, we try to be neutral with that type of stuff, but we try to pair them up with great creators and great um, educators. And so we're actually in the process of building out a marketplace. Um, we'd love to have you um, check it out or think about being part of it, you know, where we can send people to you that might need help with your expertise because it's definitely needed. You know, and so we're we're growing really, really fast, and we're having people all the time ask for help uh, for good reasons, though, because their site's up and running, and now they want to know how to use it, and they're they're no longer getting stuck at starting a site. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. The last question I want to ask, and this is part of the SSL certificate part. I see that it's also added. Like, for example, with Kajabi, you have to be with Cloudflare, for example. So when you think about Cloudflare, with other platforms, like I know with Thinkific, you had to use another domain to now sign in. Is that the same process for Wavoto? Because I've not fully gone in. I can't wait to get in there. But like when you think about the connections between your domain, is it easy access? Is it easy plug-in? Oh, it's stupid. It, it, it does not get easier. Okay. Right? Like, there, yeah, it doesn't get any easier than clicking into the back. The back office is like your portal into like all of those, some of those parts that I was talking about earlier. Uh, right. Um, sorry, I was making sure I was muted. And um, it, yeah, you literally click a button. I think it's two. You go to systems, domains, and all of them. You can have, what's, actually, there's a 
some cool domain features in here. You can have multiple domains. You pick one as a primary. We always give you your Wovoto one. So in case something happens to that domain, you're always going to have access to that site. Uh, so if something were to, you know, you forgot to renew it or whatever, or you can always go to, you know, tim.wovoto.com or whatever it is, right? We'll always be back there. But you can have multiple domains point back. Just one has to be the primary. Uh, we have a really cool built-in vanity URL tool. Uh, it has two kind of use cases, but it allows you to kind of create, like, if you want, like, your, your name.com forward slash contest, right? And that goes to a super long SEO permalink that you have, right? That's very keyword rich, but you don't want to share that. Uh, we have a built-in vanity URL tool that does it. The other reason for the vanity URL tool is for migration purposes. Uh, some companies like WordPress or different blogging companies mostly have different uh, different naming conventions for the way that you're moving stuff over. And so a big fear for people that have SEO established and moving to a new platform is that they're going to lose it. And so this tool allows you to basically export out of your old uh, and then import all of those existing page names that or your old page names that you have and then say, hey, if somebody were to hit this link, where do you want it to go to? And that where it's going to go to is that new page inside of Wovoto. So get into the weeds a little bit with vanity URLs, but it's a really cool uh, feature for migrating uh, from one of the other so that you're not going to lose um, SEO value, uh, you know, moving from one to the other. Yeah. The biggest problem we run into is that some of these host hosting companies change their instructions so fast that it's like we have to keep up with our help articles because it's like it's like the buttons all change, you know, like it's super easy. Yeah. This is exciting. I'm I'm really happy to know that these this is existing. This is happening yeah. in real time. We're yeah. able to have something that's convenient for people and I think one people because people pay for convenience every single right. time. So I think this is one factor that I think they will add on to their bucket list. I love it, man. Well, I hope this is an ongoing conversation between us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love I love this. And uh, I'm excited for you to get in there and, and try. And uh, we have our rooms on Wednesday nights. I don't know. Maybe you can jump in there with us. But, okay. But yeah, please, please, let's not let's not lose touch. I'm, I'm very excited that we, that we met. Same here. I'm really excited. You know, this is what the world brings us to. You know, once it's, it's energy is in place, we can definitely set it in motion for sure. Exactly. And I'll say this too, and I think I think you stand by this too. The things that we're putting out, I'm in Clubhouse and stuff all the time. If I was putting out a bunch of bull crap, I, you know, like I, it's like that's not I wouldn't be showing my face in there, you know. So it's like, but I, and it's and it's not saying that we're perfect or nothing. You know, our support is usually back to people within a few minutes. To be honest with you, we have a really quick live support team that handles our customers but we so much value the customers it goes back to what i say it's about relationships yeah business is about relationships you know and and it's so important to me to uh, have relationships that you know you feel proud of that you walk around and meet people and you know you and you feel good about each other because that that to me that that's the best that's the best seo right there is when people are talking about you and and your and your reputation you know Exactly. It's also good for your PR overall. So that yeah. that's amazing. If there's anything that you want them to know, how they can reach out to you, you know, where they can contact you to start get started, what are the options they have? Sure. They can just go to wavoto.com. So W-A-V-O-T-O. We would love for people to join our challenge. Uh, I know we just announced it, Tim. We should put a challenge button on there. 
um, so people could sign up. But if you go to Wovoto and just uh, get started or ask support and say you want to be part of the challenge, if you get there before we put the button up, um, Tracy is our head of our support, she'll take care of you. But yeah, and then we constantly run uh, weekly live demos. So even if you are in our group, you're never left alone. We are, we do it through Facebook, but we do two or three live sessions every week. So people can come in if they want help on their sites or they want free ongoing education. That's also in there as well too. But yeah, just wavoto.com is the best place. Amazing. Thank you so much, Adam and Tim, for being here. I don't know, Tim, do you have anything you want to add on before we close? I just appreciate the time. I love talking to people about seeing what they're doing. Uh, and I know this is interesting. I feel like I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to an audience. But it's fun uh, It's fun to uh, to meet you. And I, as I tell everybody, I look forward to seeing what you built. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. And definitely good luck to Wovoto. And definitely, I know a lot of people are coming on board. Send me a link to the podcast, too. I will. I will. Awesome. 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 All right, brother. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Bye. Bye.